I'm Darren. I'm Derek. And this, this is the Double D Podcast. We're back in the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen. What a surprise. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, it's been a while, actually. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Had a couple rainouts, you know, had to uh, make do, but now the time is here, ladies and gentlemen. July 29th. You're... <laughs> Come on, clip. We've been doing this for how long? You don't know how to clip a mic. There we go. And we have made do. <laughs> July 29th. Morris Hill, Indiana. Morris Hill Mayhem takes place. Be sure to grab your tickets. Head over to BOTB Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling on Facebook. You can get your tickets there. We'll make sure to link it down in the description or show notes, depending on if you're watching or listening. Mm-hmm. We have a huge interview today, as you know from the title, because there is an answer to a match that was announced made on this show. Make sure you stay tuned for that. King Kong Pete, thank you for joining us. Even though we're a Hooks podcast, always have been yep. and probably always will be. Thank you for joining us. Um, but before we get into the action with that interview, let's review what we're going to see coming up on July 29th. Now, as we're filming this, it is less a little bit over a week away. We're like a couple yeah. days and a week away. So we're just going to talk about we're nine days away. Nine days away. <laughs> that's right. So we're going to talk this about twentieth. We're going to talk about all the matches that we have coming up. Some of our predictions, maybe just some you know stuff like that. And in case you guys see, I'm growing my hair out. I'm not going to plan on getting it cut any soon because I won't look like this. Anyway, okay. hey, I got the mullet, man. <laughs> I actually, I'm kind of just getting the long hair going. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grow my hair going. So I got to go get the top. It's so man. weird to think that for the longest time, a little sidebar here. So weird to think for the longest time, I didn't have, you, know, you remember, yeah, I was, never had Your hair was always cut. It was always mine. tight and tight. Now, like mine. I'm, I'm growing it out and I have been since COVID. And, that's, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. I mean, I've given the fans the opportunity to ruin the beautiful locks by donating to charity. If I'm going to lose this, it better be for a good reason. That's all I'm saying. And I'm jumping on that wagon. I am growing my hair out. So you will not see, see me with an actual haircut for a while. All right. July 29th, <laughs> Morrisville Man. Let's preview the show real quick. First uh, off, we're going to start with the match uh, Zero Gravity Championship. Jaden Jett and his new manager, Russell Actafool Bland. New old manager. You know what I'm saying. Yeah is back. He's going to be defending his title against LSD or better known as Lemmy Sam San Demas. San Demas. Lenny Sam Demas. Lenny Sam Demas. Lenny San Demas. Lenny San Demas. Hold on. Lemmy San Demas. LSD. Demas. That yeah, well, LSD, LSD is a hell of a lot easier because that's, so, that's hard. What's your predictions <laughs> for this matchup? Um Lenny now it's 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 mon- Interesting to note here that LSD is one of the longest tenured wrestlers in BOTB history. He's returning from a hiatus and is primed to make a run for the belt. He's participated in five golden ticket rumbles and has been tough enough to last in the company since 2017. He's a student of Brandon Xavier, who, by the way, will be making an appearance at the Morris Hill Show. We're going to make that announcement now. It's not an announcement. It's been announced. But Brandon Xavier will be at the next show, and his student will be facing Jaden Jett for the title. So what's your predictions for this? I think Jaden Jack could take it over. Think so? Yeah, I think. Now, yeah, we're not a huge. I mean, we we like we respect him. Yeah, but now that he's aligned himself with Russell Actafool Bland, who is very, um, you know, he's he's made his attention intentions very well known that he is looking to take over Battle on the Border. And mind you, once was grab on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he was once on the podcast, and we're just going to go ahead and make the announcement now. While we're making announcements, he will be on the podcast coming up very soon. Um, actually, after. The Morris Hill show, we will have him back on to, you know, who knows what will happen. 
when it comes to uh, you know the match. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his intentions with Battle on the Border, what he's been up to. We'll just talk mm-hmm. to him. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. But yeah, I think I think Jaden Jett is going to take out. I will say this: as much as I hate to say it, because I'm well, we're Hurts just fans, right? I was going to say we're <laughs> so. we, we are big Avery Hurts, and we know how you know that whole thing's uh, come again with Russell. Though it, it showed in the last time we saw Russell uh, yep. show up when um, Avery once again got cheated out of a title victory due to Russell being there, chalk oh, yeah. or whatever it was. Best believe I'm bring that up. Interview. Uh, I have to imagine that Jaden Jett is going to have an advantage here because he yes. has Russell on his side. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think if you're LSD, you're going to maybe want uh, someone on your side as well. You know, maybe start asking around. Let me see what the, what's he look like. Right there. On the left. Yeah, dude, definitely been doing some LSD. No, I'm, just <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Uh, as much as we hate to say it, yeah, I mean, you know, our prediction just going to put it out there is going to be uh, Jaden Jett, but that's only because of Russell being. I, I I still have yet to see Jaden Jett fully defend his title cleanly. He's not. He, he has never involved. and never will. And I give that to a challenge to him so, to win a fair fight. And if he can't, that's it right. Just shows what kind of man he really is. In the tag team division. We've had a lot. It's a tag team division that's stacked. We talked about oh, this before. Fuck yeah, it is. With the bad dudes, uh, Eric Surge and it's Kingo becoming Mani. very difficult. Yeah, it, it, it's it with tag team champions being mm-hmm. Kongo Kong and Madman Fulton. It's it truly harder. <laughs> it is a packed student. It's a packed house. Yep. And now we're adding two new tag teams to the uh, to the, to the mix here. That being Cash Inc. and Party Posse. Uh, if you want to go check more uh, their promos out, uh, go and Battle on the Border Pro Wrestling on Facebook. You can check them out. Um, I have absolutely no clue. I will say this. Uh, party Posse seems like people we could party with. Uh, they were talking about, you know, they were playing Mario Car- or Mario Party. They seem like they're cool dudes. So just for that reason alone, having no prior knowledge to these two tag teams, I'm just going to – I'm rooting for Party Posse. Yeah. Um, but cash, but cash Inc. I mean, listen. I, again, I don't, I don't know much about them. They're pro, they look like an, they have a manager. It, it, I'm just saying, don't. This is a flip of the coin for us as far as predictions. I'm gonna say I've, I've never, I in the history of us being with Battle on the Border, I've never seen those. I don't believe we've ever seen them. And they uh, may have been with Battle on the Border previously, but. We've never personally seen them, so I'm super excited to see two. I love tag team wrestling; it's one of my favorite things. Oh, tag team wrestling is amazing! Uh, in wrestling, like I said, Battle on the Border has a very rich tag team division, um, and it's only getting better. Oh, for sure, uh, with these two teams that did that. It's only getting harder too, because I mean, you go for the tag team championship. There's so many. Deserving, <laughs> there's some big dudes that own that. There, yeah. There's so many <laughs> deserving tag teams in Battle on the Border. So I'm very excited to see how this turns out. I'm not. I you know. I don't, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of. I said that I'm rooting for Party Posse just because Party. I love partying. But outside of that, truly no clue. But I'm excited to Completely see. Completely blind. Then we have a grudge match: Shane Douglas versus Brandon Day. Now I'm super excited about that this one, one. I'm very excited for, and I know. Who I want to win for that one? Oh, of course, Brandon Day turned on Shane Douglas. Shane at, Douglas is going to kick his ass. Uh, we're hoping. <laughs> we're really hoping. Brandon Day recently said that he is wanting Shane Douglas. He's wanting to put him out of his misery, essentially, before you know he ruins his legacy, and then goes on to say that he wants the Shane Douglas that beat 
all of these new too cold Scorpio, Terry Funk. He wants the old Shane Douglas back. And listen, Brandon Day is one of those things where it's like, be careful what you wish for. Well, yeah, especially when you're going against one of the iconic, one of the hardcore best. champions. Yeah, one of the one of the one of like. the ECW legend. Somebody who has made his name well-known in Battle on the Border as being somebody who's willing to go there. He got cheated out of a chance at the hardcore title back in, uh, I believe, again, it was February. Uh, either way, I'm, that, I guarantee you he's not afraid to use the weapons either. Oh, no, of course. And if, like so, I said, Brandon Day, he, no putting it past him. Brandon Day is a tough guy. He's a tough competitor. He's big. Is he willing to go the lengths? I don't think he has the... I think he's willing to. I mean, listen... I don't think he has the... Brain to do it. I think, listen, you cannot count out Brandon Day. Brandon Day did physically turn on Shane Douglas on the night that he was inducted into the Battle on the Border Hall of Fame. Yeah, that takes a giving, level. After giving a bullshit speech about him. Essentially. But he, you know, he does, you know, if you're looking at it from his point of view, he's looking at it as he respects Shane Douglas so much that he's trying to get the best out of Shane Douglas. And they, listen, Brandon Day could do one of two things for Brandon Day can happen here. Brandon Day is either going to look like a fool. Or Brandon Day is going to look like a genius because if Shane Douglas does, even if he wins this match, but Shane Douglas goes on a tear and just starts becoming the old Shane Douglas like we knew, Brandon Day achieved his goal. But if Brandon Day beats him, he's also going to be like, see, I told you guys, he's not what he, you know, used to be. So it's going to be a proving, it's a, it's a proving ground for both of these guys. I'm so I just wanted the audacity that Brandon Day thinks that he can make. Shane Douglas prove his worth. I know, right? In it's wrestling. Like, I mean, it is truly. What's the audacity in that? Like, are you kidding you me? You're talking to a legend. Yeah, no it's like, it's crazy. No like, respect for the legend. Um, I'm he's already excited. proved his worth. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most outside of a potential match that, again, we'll get the answer to later. Yeah. Uh, but those two matches, if the second one happens, these are the two matches I'm super excited about. For but sure. I'm, I'm very excited about Shane Douglas and Brandon Day. And I think the Double D podcast has made it very well known who we're pulling for. Oh, yeah. Um, because, again, you did the disrespect to someone like It's a clear day. Ah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Moving on. Sergeant Ledbetter versus the mask guy. So a big that, announcement was made. Big announcement was made. Sergeant Ledbetter made a he he's let everybody know that he has told multiple times he does not know who the mask man is. Now we unfortunately were of the belief that he knew. Yeah, we figured he, they were part of a of we figured the mask man was part of the clique. But at Night of Champions separated. it was made <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It was made very well known that he is not a part of the clique because he actually, Sergeant Ledbetter, saved Denim Blevins, the owner of BOTV, the guy who yep. put out of, you know, the, the group out of the misery, out of their misery. Yep. Took him out. Army of Destiny, gone. Um, I the shouldn't say misery. had many wrestling group. matches with. Exactly. Has a feud with. Saved Denim Blevins mm -hmm. from a chair shot because he himself is sick of being associated with the masked guy. I'm super excited to see if this match, one, takes place, two, are we going to find out who the masked guy is? Or and guys. I was going to say that. Or people. Right. It could be anybody. We, we don't know. Never That's know. the thing. We said this on the last podcast. The masked, the masked person looked totally different last time. We said this on the podcast. So. We said this on the podcast the last time. Maybe we've been, we've been on the case since it happened. Yeah. Maybe we've been looking the wrong way. We've always been trying to find the one. But maybe there's multiple. Yeah, the multiples. Maybe it's an organization. We have no clue. It's very exciting to find out. So we're going to maybe possibly find out who the mask guy is. Maybe they're forming like a 
something like the Armored Destiny was. Maybe it's a takeover. Maybe but, it's just one but lone wolf. Silently. Maybe it's a lone wolf. See, that's the thing. You just we don't know. We have no clue. So make sure don't you don't know until we find it. You, um, that's right. Make sure <laughs> make sure make sure you join us July 29th, Morrisville, Indiana. Uh it, it's gonna be a great show, Morrisville Mayhem. Uh I'm super excited about it. I'm always excited about it, especially since the last two events got rained out. I'm I will super say, excited about this one. I and do, I do feel bad for the mask people. I don't, man. Because don't know. the reason the reason I keep saying people is they're small enough, they could be a woman. That's the thing, too. <laughs> it could be a woman, it could be a man. We have no clue. It could be multiple. So, people. I mean, if, if, if it's all guys that's doing it, that's kind of a diss to them. But yeah, they're small enough to be people. We have the, to be women. To be people, so they're small enough to be people. We it have, could be a women brigade. You never know. No, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. The BOTB brigade has got to be on the lookout. Um, if you and see their eyes, man, do not approach the masked man. He's no, been known don't, don't, don't. to make extreme. He's aggressive. Chair shots, always from mm-hmm. behind. He, if you see him, contact, find the local, your closest security guard, yep. and let them know. Yep. They have to take care of this. And the security guard's been trying their best. This is a big shout out to the security. They're just a little too slow. Well, it's no, just, I'm just they're taking off. Yeah, yeah, they're taking <laughs> off. They're taking off guard. You know, maybe maybe it's Usain Bolt. Have we seen Usain Bolt lately? Maybe Usain Bolt's the mascot. We just don't know. It's just truly, a little too slow. It's truly. We just go on, to- Chris. Buck up. <laughs> yeah, right. So make sure you guys are there July 29th. Denim Blevins is also going to announce the first inductee into the Hall of Fame for Battle on the Border. Make sure you guys are there. You don't want to miss it. But now, in more important matters. For those that missed it, Hooks laid out a challenge. The last two shows have been rained out. Hooks, former interviewee here. Second ever interview, actually. And a hardcore champion. Hardcore champion. Darren's favorite wrestler. Yes. Hooks. Laid out a challenge. Last two events have been laid out. He laid out a challenge. He said, I have so much pent up rage and anger, and I am ready to rain. He said it's going to be raining blood, raining blood against a certain individual. Mm-hmm. And if fans bring the weapons match, he challenged King Kong Pete, a man who is currently tied in a series between the two. Yep. 1 1 in Battle on the Border there. 1 1. King Kong Pete got a victory. What were you doing there? Grab it. Oh, King Kong Pete got a victory, and so did Hooks. Yep. And so now they're going to settle the score once and for all. Fans bring the weapons match. Darren brought this weapon last time. We've this added... was the weapon we used last year. Yeah. What did they use last King, year? Yeah, uh, fans to be more bring specific, the weapons. More specific, King Bomani used it. Yes. But. So just imagine, this is the creativity that you guys can have. Now, it's important to mention, there are a couple things that we have to get clear. Use common sense when making your weapons. Yes, okay? don't be a complete idiot. No guns, no knives, no fire, no, no glass, no swords, nothing. Yeah, no, swords. Nothing that's going to, nothing pre-made. Make your weapon. And I know if we get a comment on this, blacksmiths, don't make your weapon. <laughs> don't make it out of steel. Just use something. Listen, along the lines, this was considered a, a death weapon. Yeah, Darren. So and I'm getting worse than this this year. Yeah, and and, and throughout this interview, sorry, I kicked the tripod. Throughout this interview, um, we were trying to get to the bottom of one thing, uh, and that is King Kong Pete messaged us, let us know that mm-hmm. he wanted to ma- answer his. He didn't want to do a whole video. He didn't even no. think that Hooks was worth a whole video. Yeah, he wanted to say on the podcast, and we appreciate this, but we wanted to say on the podcast what his answer was. So, if you've been wanting to know what his, <clears throat> excuse me, what his answer was to the challenge that Hooks laid out, 
is going to be answered in this interview. Now, also, of course, while we had him, we made sure to talk about his career, what got him interested in wrestling and everything else. Mm -hmm. But that was all just pleasantries until the main event. So make sure you stick around for the whole video. Can yeah, because you got to hit the somewhere in the video in order to find out what his actual answer is. Yeah, it was a great interview. Make sure you stick around for it. And uh, listen, we'll see you guys on July 29th. Super excited for the show. Again, it's the first time that we've had a show in quite a while now. Two shows in a row have been rained out. This one will not be rained out. Nope. There is a roof. It's rain or shine. Rain or shine. Do or die is timed. And I tell you what, the card is truly stacked. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic card. Two new tag teams can't beat that. Title Which, defenses. I got to say, is grudge match. Phenomenal. How the fuck Denim can do that? Listen, Battle on the Border. He has gotten like the best card that I've ever seen that he's brought about. Every show so give has... So give it up to Denim. He has put on a fantastic show with a bunch of we, fantastic people. We said this last episode. We said that Night of Champions was a show that changed the landscape. Yes. I didn't use those words lightly. I meant it when I said it. Oh, it yeah, truly, literally. the last show felt like it, we were entering into a new era. And this, I think, is a great way to enter into that new mm -hmm. era. We're going to have two matches that I think are going to get dirty. Oh, Hardcore, man. bloody, who knows what can happen in the Brandon Day and Shane, uh, and Shane Douglas match. I mean, yeah. That match has no limits. This well, match, fans I mean, bring the weapons. Oh, yeah, two man. new tag teams. Yeah, gets Hall of Fame. So. Brandon Xavier is going to be there. It's going to be a great time. If you see us and you want to say hey, make sure you come out and say hey to us. Yeah, we'll say hi. we'll say hey. We won't bite. We may look confused. <laughs> just roll with it. Mm -hmm. We're just we got a lot going on. We, but on, yeah, more we, than welcome to come over to our table. And we're going to introduce the suggestion box back. Because it hasn't been there in a while. Fun fact. So. The first show that me and you both were at that Double D Podcast was an official sponsor of was Morris Hill Mayhem last year. Yep. We had, we, it was the second time we had technically been a sponsor. First time me and Darren were both there. First time Darren couldn't make it. Second time we both were there. Very excited. And that also introduced our. Suggestion box. Yep, the suggestion box. It was the debut of the suggestion box. It's gonna so be a great we're going to re-bring it back now for Marshall Mayhem. We'll both be there. We're drinking that beer <laughs> and having a grand old time watching some good old-fashioned wrestling. Good old wrestling. So, thank you, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and plug our own stuff before we get into the main event of the episode. <laughs> See what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you like us uh, and you want to follow us on Instagram, go to the double underscore d underscore podcast you can find us on instagram follow me on twitter dj dub zero zero i tweet about wrestling and sometimes some other stuff uh we also have a tiktok double d podcast one also if you're listening to us you can find us on youtube at the double d podcast and crew actually it is important to mention this youtube has a new thing where they have an at feature that you can find people easier at so it's a little bit easier for me to, if you guys maybe you typed in double d podcast and it didn't work uh for whatever reason you can find us specifically our at on YouTube is at Double D Podcast and Crew 2707. 2707. You can find us. That's our at. If you go to the YouTube search bar, type in at, put that in afterwards, you can find us there. Or you can just go to the description and go to the Linktree ad that had or Linktree uh, link that has all of our uh, availabilities where we're on YouTube. We have our all of the listening capabilities. We're on iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, so much more. Make sure you go to that. And also go to w.gg and use code double D podcast. That's D O U B L E D P O D C A S T double D podcast to get 
uh, 10% off your order, 20% off your order. Who knows? No one's used it, so I don't. Let us know what it is when you use it. We are also located on Facebook at W Podcast. And group crew. <laughs> and you can also add our email, doublepodcast123 at gmail.com. Um, DJ. Yeah, my DJing ad. <laughs> Pick me as your DJ. I'm, I'm a fantastic DJ, and I'm, I'm running specials all the time. I guarantee you, you can call everybody in this area, and they will not be as cheap as me. I guarantee 25% cheaper than anybody around me. Quality. And I know the prices, too. But, yeah, I use very quality equipment. Call me, 812-212-1675. You can also email me at darren.schneider, so D-A-R-R-E-N dot S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R 94 at gmail.com. And your snap. And if you just love me, I mean, am I add doing my this snap. On myself? What are we Darren, doing? Darren, one, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I also expected my co-host to get in the leak tree by now because everybody knows everybody loves me. Now <laughs> you keep thinking that. All right. Now it's time to get to the answer. Bottom of the question. Will King Kong Pete say yes? Will he say no? Find out now. Enjoy the interview, everybody. And thank you for watching. And Make prepare sure to- for the next show. That's right, July 29th. Don't forget, Morris Hill Mayhem, Morris Hill, Indiana. Be there or be wrong, actually. Either there or you're wrong. Um, unless there's a health condition, then it's understandable. But outside of that, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We'll see you in the inter- after next time. <laughs> you have an interview. Stay tuned. Daniel, delete. Every- hey, guys, this is Darren here soon to be known as DJD. If you need a DJ for any type of wedding events, parties, even private parties at your own home, you can call me at 812-212-1675 or email the Double D Podcast, which is doubledpodcast123 at gmail.com. I also have a personal pod or personal email. It is Darren.schneider94 at gmail.com give us a holler and let us make your night very special whether it's a wedding or a private party or a even a party at your own residence i mean you don't have to have a super huge crew i mean we've got six wonderful speakers and they will make a world of difference in any party party atmosphere so give us a call 812-212-1675 thank you all right, if you could please introduce yourself for everyone, we would really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I'm going over big. I'm going over big. It's King Kong Pete. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, well, we there's a lot to get into in this interview, a lot to cover. But before we start, as we always do when we do interviews, uh, we always ask this question. What was it that got you into professional wrestling as a fan? Oh, man. So hard to think of, but like going back to it, mm, I, you know, I was born in 1993. Hmm. My, my, my older friends, you know, they, they were real into it and they had like all the action figures. Yeah. And at the time it was when, uh, BCW went out of business Mm -hmm. and then, they were going on to uh, 
the year after WrestleMania 18, mm. when the, the NWO invaded. Yeah. So as a, as a fan, you know, watching, watching like, I, I didn't know much about wrestling. All I knew was the NWO, like the other company coming back and, you know, they used to be there as Razor Ramon, Diesel, yeah. and then, you know, Hulk Hogan, not Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. But anyway, you know, watching them get into it with Steve Austin and, and running the ambulance into the rock. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it was like, it was like, Dad, come in here. You got to watch this. You got to see. And my, my dad, he's from the 80s. So, you know, he thought Hulk Hogan was, you know, the red and yellow mustard all-American dude. Yep. And then it, he was, like, kind of on his resurgence. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after that that match at WrestleMania 18, kind of got into it full-time, going to all the bars, you know, watching – you know, as a kid, you know, watching all the pay-per-views like Vengeance, Judgment Day, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that's how I got into it as a fan. Right. So who would you say your uh, favorite wrestler was when you were getting into it? So he, he'd been retired, you know, mm-hmm. but his his the. Uh, he was really meaning something out there when he was coming back. It was, it was Mick Foley. Yeah. You know, like after the, the, the rock and Hogan, all that stuff blew over kind of 2003, 2004, like mm-hmm. when Mick Foley was getting into it with evolution, mm-hmm. I went to one of his book signings and met him. He, you know, he took the picture with me and my, my brother signed the, signed the Sockos. Right. You know, that's when I really, really got into it as a fan. And so, then that's when we started going to all the Raws, SmackDowns. Yeah. Uh, a little bit after that, the Ring of Honor shows that mm-hmm. were, you know, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Some of the best wrestling I'd ever seen was Ring of Honor, Dayton with Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. Brian Danielson. Matt Cross, all those guys. Yeah, it was truly like that era was truly like a golden age. And a lot of people didn't even really know it was. I mean, it was like the beginning of a new era. And all these now big stars were just wrestling at Ring of Honor. It's kind of crazy to look back on it. Yeah, like like going there, seeing Cesaro. And then like it was also cool because like other dudes were coming and hanging out. that you, you know, I'd randomly meet people like, you know, like, I think before he started working there, like, or maybe it was after he started, I, you know, met Jim Cornette, mm-hmm. like, Jimmy Yang, you know, mm-hmm. became friends with him through Ring of Honor, just, you know, going as a fan and then, you know, getting into the business. So, yeah, we, uh, Ring of Honor shows, the old old smackdown shows like the just the house shows were the, the best ones to go to back in the early 2000s oh yeah absolutely um so what made you finally decide that you wanted to be a professional wrestler so uh my my uh 
my dad got real into it too. And, uh, you know, we met some people in the business, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I think it was through a newspaper ad, mm. like want to start a company. This was like back in 2007, 2006, maybe, you know, we've been fans going all the shows and whatnot. And, you know, it's like, dad's like, why don't we finally you know, jump in and then, uh, met, uh, Double P, Tom McClain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, kind of just, I, I reffed for them and then, like, jumped into random battle royals, did music, mopped up all the bug, mm-hmm. that blood, blood, bodily fluid, all that <laughs> shit. So you, you know did all I mean? backstage stuff. I mean, you yeah. gotta find a bit of backstage you know, stuff. You know, you gotta kind of pay the dues and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I got into it, and uh, yeah, it was probably about four or five years I started like regularly wrestling. Okay. And, and then, uh, uh, yeah, just ton of matches in the tri-state area so what would you say did wrestling meet your expectate like what you thought it would be was it harder was it easier maybe i mean what was your experience like when you finally got to get in the ring what, what i've realized was like back then and, and then now it, it, it's still like one of the hardest things to do hmm one of the hardest things in the world but you know you can't think too much into it you know mm-hmm. Just, i guess what i'm saying is a little less is more right yeah that makes sense but yeah like back then i you know i you know have a uh, i wouldn't i wasn't in the best shape you know just jumped right into it mm-hmm. i wasn't eating right didn't didn't hydrate right wasn't working out regularly and you know your body will get goofy if you know you just jump into it you have no uh athletic background did you did you have an athletic background did you play any sports in high school or anything like that you know i was probably the worst athlete on my team (laughs) yeah i can feel that slowest guy you know i i just didn't want to be there at all but then you know like wrestling's different how so you know that there's so many names that come and go in basketball football Mm. like all the you know all the big team sports it's like I can't remember, I can't remember Joe Smith, uh, you know, Jack Anderson, but I can remember an Undertaker, I can remember Triple H, I can remember Mankind, Stone Cold. What? Go ahead. All right, so have you always, like, have you always wrestled, like, hardcore matches, or did you just do normal matches or is this like a recent 
thing you're getting into. So I, I got out of wrestling because I, I literally got in two car accidents and broke the base of my, my spine and my mm. neck in the span of a month. Mm. Before that, I would never get into a hardcore match. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe hit someone, you know, hit someone with a chair, a bell, yeah, why not? <laughs> something like that. I, I, I used a table like one time, been mm-hmm. in a couple cage matches, but you know, it was never, it, it was never really my thing. But, you know, I, I, I've kind of been getting into it lately. So before your hardcore adventure, do you have any uh, match that stands out to you as one of your favorites, something you look back on with kindness, maybe a, even a bad story? You don't have to name names, of course, but just something to give the fans a little perspective about the ups and downs of professional wrestling, assuming there is some. I mean, it, it's crazy because, like, you never know who's going to show up to these shows. And, you, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of guys, like, they feel a little – bitter about opportunities they didn't get it but mm-hmm. you know one week you can be wrestling uh joe schmo and then the next you could be you know against coco beware right. shane douglas bobby fulton yeah you know, those are a few of the you know the, the names i've been in the ring with wow. top you know top-notch top-notch talent in wrestling but, you know, it's it, just on the, the indies, you never know. But, like, yeah, thinking back, uh, man. Put you on the spot. We asked the hard <laughs> questions here. <laughs> we asked the hard questions. Back, I'd have to say, like, like, I had this really, I had this really great match at Rockstar Pro with mm-hmm. Jessica Havoc. Mm-hmm. She kicked the shit out of me. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a little back and forth, but you know, she she came out on top. Right. Um. But yeah, like I felt like before I I injured myself, I never really got it as much as I I did when I came back, and I, I came back to. Uh, Oh, I want to say right 2019, okay. right before the, the COVID outbreak, mm-hmm. we had this big show at Bogards, Ooh. and uh, yeah, a few, few of the guys were quitting. I was on the edge about quitting, or retiring, mm-hmm. I should say, but yeah, um, that happened. I, I got I got the itch to get back in it, and then COVID happened, and then I was sitting on my ass on the couch for you know year and a half, mm-hmm. as were most of us. Yeah, right. Kind of back up on that uh, to piggyback off that one. What was your favorite match you've ever wrestled? Yeah, just in general. Of yeah, of just in general. Time? Yeah, yeah. Of, of all time. Yeah. Oh, it, it's a. Uh... Oh, it's a tie. Okay. It'd have to be between uh, me and Nate McLean at the Fairborn Phoenix in the main event. Mm. And then a few weeks ago, 
we ended a best of five series, myself and Adam Rorges. Okay, yeah. I mean, and it, it started as a cage match. Whoa. The next match was a submission. Match after that was a good old-fashioned arm wrestling match. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then uh, chain match. And then, you know, just a good old singles match to end it all. Oh, end the feud, baby. No gimmicks. And you know, when when the people are into it, the wrestlers are into it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and then vice versa. Right, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that. Do you feel like wrestling has recently, especially post-COVID, seen like a resurgence of popularity in these indie shows around the tri-state area especially? It seems like wrestling, when I was growing up, wrestling was kind of something that you weren't super proud of to be a fan. Like I, I kind of hid that I was a wrestling fan, but since COVID is over, I've been more open about my professional wrestling fandom than ever before. And it's not something I'm ashamed of. And I'm finding out that so many people I went to school with were wrestling fans their whole life. Do you see that? Like maybe the shows are bigger, the crowds are better, louder, All more into people it. People I went to school with that were like, you know, talking crap you know about wrestling back in the day yeah it's all fake i see him wearing stone cold shirts in <laughs> yeah. the gym now <laughs> right yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> you know like it it, it was a a lot of it's nostalgia for people but it goes through different waves you know what i mean yeah like i feel like the attitude era mm-hmm. like that was like cool. when I was real little. I got a little taste of it. I wasn't into wrestling, but you know, I knew what it was. Yeah, that was like the that's like the big peak. Mm-hmm. That in the eighties is like the big peak of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like the the SmackDown and Raw, that era, the early TNA stuff. Yeah, that's what very I'm underrated. Oh, very yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. And then it seemed like after they brought ECW back to sci-fi, like after that second year, it all kind of got muddled together. Mm-hmm. And then like, so like CM Punk and the, uh, the rock and Cena kind of got it hot again, mm-hmm. like 2011, 13, and then, uh, yeah, then it was, it, it felt real hot and then COVID happened, mm. but now it, you know, it's back, baby. It absolutely is. I mean, I feel like wrestling is like doing better than ever. I was going right to say, now. it seems that way. Darren, my co-host here, he, he was not a wrestling fan growing up. He wasn't allowed because he, his mom was afraid he was going to hurt his brothers. Yep. Um, <laughs> And now yeah, exactly. That's why WWE used to put those. Don't try this at home things on there. I just, I just watched that preview before my power went out. Dang power, dude. I was watching, old, I was watching the, the greatest hits and misses of Mick Foley. Yeah. Legend. But yeah, <laughs> that, that, that would always play. Don't try this at home. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the reason well, I was never allowed to. Supposed to be a wrestler, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, but yeah, but then post COVID, you know, we went to a battle on the border show. He became a huge fan of it. Now it's something he follows, and I feel like it is 
getting into a resurgence post COVID. It's great to see. It really is. Um, now I was into a form of wrestling prior. Yeah, it was just Roman. like high school wrestling. Yeah, but professional um, wrestling. Yes. Yeah, I, I I wanted to join that, and then it was like it, it seemed too lame for me. But looking back <laughs> at it, I would have picked up really good fundamentals. So that's a good that's a good uh, starting point. If there's anybody out there who watches, listening, or watching, uh, watching, excuse me. What would you recommend someone who's in high school who thinks they want to be a professional wrestler? What would you recommend to them? Do the high school wrestling, go to college, stay in shape, and stay hydrated. Hydration is key. Get an education, get a backup plan. Yeah. We know a person or, you know, get a trade. Yeah. Or work at, you know, some real nice family business that likes you. But you know you got to have a backup plan. I was going to say that that's the one of the the crazy things about the little bit of time that we've spent working with Battle on the Border. We realized that wrestling is extremely hard business to get into, and I don't think oh, yes. <laughs> as a fan before this, it's to be good at it. Yeah, to yeah. Be good at it. It's a very hard business to get into. Right, for 100%. sure. And you got to respect anybody who can put their bodies on the line like that, who who has the dedication to do something like this. It's not easy. And enjoys it enough to put their all into yeah, it. Yeah, put everything into it. Yeah. Now, yeah, I think it's, you know, a lot of people say it's not a sport. That's all up in the air. I think it's one of the hardest it's a sports sport. based things to do in, on the planet. Top five. You yeah. could take the normal average person, throw him in a ring, guarantee you won't be able to run the ropes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> there's okay, no way. Like uh, I'll go, I'll go hard on a stairmaster for almost thirty minutes, but once you're out there with the lights, your fault, you know, you're, you're getting hit in the head, hit in the chest, hit in the back, thinking. Yeah. It's it. it there's no cardio like that experience right that's the best i mean you just got to get in there and do it you got to go for it experience and in-ring awareness knowing where you're at out there is that's key yeah that's an, and that's another thing too uh it's a good point but yeah with wrestling there's a lot it's it's a it's a mental sport too oh yeah on top of that yeah it's it's always evolving yeah yeah uh, everyone's style is different you know, you got to adapt. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. All right. Does it get hot wearing that um, gorilla mask out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I figured it did. <laughs> I had to ask that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just put it on before the entrance and then sometimes the intermission. I'll right. say because you still look drenched in sweat even like just from the walk like if we're outside from the walk to the ring. <laughs> yeah. I, I pour sweat. I got that Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry sweat going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm dripping. Um, that is actually but a good... I, I stay hydrated out there. Yeah, you have to. That's 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 the name of the game. Um, That is a good question, too. Uh, how did you... King Kong Pete, what's the inspiration behind behind that? So, and have you always been King Kong Pete, or is that something oh, new too? Oh no! Right. See, I, 
I, I was first PS3 based off the video game system. Yeah. It was my dad's initials, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I became Pete Swags. Oh. And then, you know, a lot of, you kind of got over. And then <laughs> for like a short time, I was High Times Pete Dimes. Okay. You know, like High Times. Yeah, right. The magazine. Right, 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 right. You know, but everyone's doing that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these wrestlers love weed. <laughs> yeah. Probably gets rid of the pain. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> helps. I would you think? <laughs> but uh, no. So I, I I go out to a lot of stores. Antique, I go out antiquing, thrifting. I'm kind of like Macklemore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thrift shop. Thrift yeah. shop. So I, I found this this uh, gorilla mask at some store. I can't even remember where. Mm-hmm. And then I also found wrestling boots that fit my my feet perfectly. Wow! Same story. Like they they were they were an old Santa Claus's boots. And I found oh. them for a couple bucks. Okay. And I'm like, it's a sign. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it, it, I, I, I'm trying to think of the show. It was uh, it was Big T's memorial show. Mm-hmm. He was uh, half the promoter for LSC Legends of the Squared Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he passed away unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I want to say like two years ago. Okay. And uh, I. I showed up to be in this battle royal and walk out with my, you know, manage my buddy Trophy Todd Mullins against Brutal Bellman. Mm-hmm. Like, that was all I was going to do. And then I was like, let me jump in that battle royal a second. So I'm in the gorilla position mm-hmm. and I got the gorilla mask, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, the guys are kind of popping for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Just introduced me as Pete Dimes or something. And I think it was Chris Ledbetter. Oh, we know. He's like, well, there was King Kong Bundy and King Kong Brody. What oh, about no. King Kong Pete? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So, so I, I, I grabbed uh, Joe Copez, mm-hmm. referee Joe Copez, best ref in the business. Told him, told him, go out there and tell Rick Toms, best announcer in the business. Yeah, yeah, Slick Rick. Love Slick Rick. I, I, I told I said, tell him to announce me as King Kong Pete. Mm. So I went out there and, you know, I almost won the Battle Royal, but got tossed out again. God dang it. And then, you know, I kind of got back into the wrestling. Right. That's such a good origin story. That's, yes. a really, I, that was, That's so, awesome. That was so much better than I... I didn't know what to expect. That was so good. So, so like, uh, my, uh, my brother passed away from a hair, or a fentanyl overdose a couple mm. years ago. Sorry for your loss. And, uh, you know, I, me and my dad ended up taking care of his daughter. Mm. You know, mom was out of the equation and whatnot. Mm. And I was like pretty sleep deprived and 
uh, I was, you know, I'm like, man, I'm so miserable. I need to find something I love to do. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just hot shotted myself back into wrestling. Wow. And then like everything kind of worked out in the end. Well, I mean, I'm happy it worked out in the end. That's for sure. Um, it's crazy how things like that, something like your car accidents or your brother passing away, um, can, can like light a fire underneath you. You know, you hear that all the time for people who go through bad, you know, traumatic, you know, bad experiences and it like, you know, wakes them up. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm a motivated motherfucker. (laughs) What does that say? No, it, it was a rough road, you know, like it's been a rough, uh, like the first year and a half was real rough. And then I've been, you know, and getting real healthy, eating right, take my vitamins, say my prayers. Again, get hydrated. That's the most important thing. Right. Um, so are you, um, shoot, are you always asking things? Sorry, sorry about that. That we was a bloop. We had some technical. <laughs> that was a bloop. Sorry, we had some. Sorry, we had some technical issues. I was uh, becoming blind. <laughs> I couldn't see. Yeah, we have lights that are shining on us. It was apparently right in his eyes. I didn't know. Sorry about that. Um, Where'd the power go out, too? No, no. no. I, there was hoping. I, wish. It <laughs> I was wishing. <laughs> I got the air conditioning blasting on 52 right Whoa. now. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, that's chilly. It is hot. It's, it's a hot one out there. It really is. I want Mr. Freeze up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Um, no, I do apologize, though. Uh, it is it is great to see people be motivated after things like that. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, I hope I, hope I never – have to go through something like that in order to get a fire underneath me. But if that's what it takes for me to get, you know, inspired by something, um, you know, then, you know, it's just, it is, it is great to see because you have two paths, you have two options and that's the option I would hope I take if something happened like that. For sure. Um, To bring it back. You you know, you gotta, if something bad happens, you gotta, you gotta work through it and try to be positive and, it's, yeah. a, it's a moving on thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, so let's get into um, Battle on the Border. Uh, what was your start with Battle on the Border? When did you start there? Oh, man. So it was at the Aurora County Fair. We were there. I knew the answer. <laughs> we were at that one. That, that was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. It was a great show. It wasn't even the show itself. It was, you know, like being on that parade with Congo Kong, Madman Fulton, and ugh, hooks. No, now hold on. Uh, Can I finish? Let me finish. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, it it was so cool being on that that float, man. Like, throwing bananas to the kids yeah. and then watching them 
run to them and fight over the bananas <laughs> like gypsies. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like a real superstar that day. Yeah, it, 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 we were we were there. We were uh, yeah. actually the, the we were driving the float. Yeah, it was my pickup truck and trailer. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite part was the security guy kind of got he got hot with me. Oh, someone working the town fair. He's like, you need to quit throwing those bananas. I don't you think know, so. So I, so I did for a little bit. Yeah, but then I looked behind me, and sure enough. <laughs> Madman Fulton's making the bananas rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, listen. You know, that, that made my day. I, uh, you know, other than, other than beating hooks. Right. That had to have been the highlight of your day for sure. That was the second highlight of my day. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, that was the first time we've been at the Aurora's parade, uh, Aurora parade at all. Yeah. And we were. Is this true? Can uh, any of you two verify? Since Darren is the Hooks fan, can you verify? Well, considering somebody had the original title, I would say. Yes. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I would say that he has. I don't think he was defeated up until that point. I, I believe that. Oh, uh, you know, from what I've watched, no. Yeah, but previously, yes. Oh, uh, that that wasn't what I was. That wasn't what I was told. I, mean, I, I was told that he was some unstoppable force. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think he was. I think you were the first. I mean, that had to have been a pretty monumental moment in your career. So, yeah, I got in there and, you know, I he was using some dirty underhanded tactics, oh, so go. I had to pull out a few of my own. So I cracked him in the head right, yeah. you know, right in the center with my my big banana. <laughs> yeah. Keep, listen, man. Keep, keep your big banana away. It's ridiculous. You know I can't do that. <laughs> He's going to need it for this next match. Well, yeah, and real quick. So that you took the series lead at that if, point. If there, if there is a next match, oh, we haven't we, gotten that far oh, yet. Yeah, we haven't got that far yet, technically. All right, so yeah, the series lead 1-0 there. And then recently... I believe back in February, I believe my memory is a little hazy, but I believe it was in February. The series became tied after he beat you for the title. Look, it became tied for a reason. Okay. And what's the reason? Before I had to go out there and have the bloodiest match in Ohio history, I had to go out there and I put old Yeller down. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shane, you can't be no, throwing. Serious, seriously, though, <laughs> that was the biggest win of my life. Oh, yeah, of course. The most impressive wrestler I've faced in my life. Wow, yeah. Old Shane Douglas. I was going to say, a, a legend uh, in the hardcore arena. That had to have been, of course, a huge win. Now, it, it is fair to, to, to throw out there that Brandon Day did kind of um, help in that in, in that uh, scenario. Was he the other handsome man with the good tan? Uh, I'm assuming that, yeah, yeah, I believe that would be him, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that is convenient. Um, Any, but anyway. still a win. A win. A win is a win. You're right. It is impressive. But no, in all 
seriousness, that was that that was what slowed me down. Mm, right. Well, I mean, and I, you know, but Hooks did also have a match before that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I've, with who? Uh, you know, I I uh, did do not remember, unfortunately. It was with Ant. It was with Bomani. Bomani, that's right, King Bomani. You're right. Sergeant Ledbetter was supposed to, but he got hit by a car earlier that day, apparently. And so King Bomani was thrown into the match. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Someone hit Ledbetter with a car? That's what he claimed. And it wasn't me? Oh, well, I mean, maybe it was. We never did find out, really. I mean, it could have been. This is news to me. Yeah, that's what I remember now. Yeah, you're right. He he claimed that claimed is the big key word here, because I think a lot of what people are thinking was that uh, it's possible because if, again, something that later on that happens in the night, uh, he was faking it. He was faking it because he tagged, he, he cashed in his golden ticket uh, to try to win. Guys, uh, are you are either of you in contact with Ledbetter? Oh, yeah, we yes. do. We do have a way. Yeah. Tell him I said getting hit by a car builds character. Okay. Well, you, yeah, you just said it. If he listens, if he watches, I'm sure he does. Um, not, uh, but if he does, he heard it. But if not, we will send him the clip of that, of you saying that. We'll see what he says. We'll let you know on the next episode. Yes. But yeah, anyway, anyway, uh, Shane Douglas kind of slowed me down that night. Mm -hmm. I, I woke up having back spasms. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't feeling it that day. Okay. Right. But so you know, you know, I, I went out there and I I left hooks in a bloody pile yeah. of his of his own filth. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. To be exact, uh, he... I, I heard it took two hours to clean that shit up. Is this true? Yes. It was miserable. Yeah, we had to clean it up. Yeah, it was. It was very hard. It was not easy to clean up. It was, it was everywhere. It was blood everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I mean, it was. I'm quite the artist. I'm quite the artist myself. Yeah, it, that's what it felt like. We were cleaning up after an art show or like an art exhibit. It was it was everywhere. It did not come up. And it is worth mentioning. Hooks mentioned this himself uh, in something we're about to talk about. But he almost passed out because of blood loss. He said that was the first time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another. So, yeah, Shane Douglas. You got a win over Shane Douglas, which is, of course, like you said, it's unbelievable. And then almost made Hooks pass out for the first time in his career. And he's someone who bleeds quite often. That's, yeah. I mean, that's an impressive night, even though you didn't get that final victory. That's an impressive night. Yeah, I was riding, I was riding on cloud nine that night. It, it felt pretty good, except, you know, for not winning that hardcore title. Right, of, co of course. That's what messed me up. Well... You do have an opportunity to win the title. Hooks has challenged you to a fans bring the weapons match at Morris Hill Mayhem coming up on July 29th in Morris Hill, Indiana. And we haven't actually heard your response. Now, Hooks did tell Denim to go ahead and book the match because he knew you were going to say yes. I mean, but you ultimately do have the power. Are you going to give the fans what they want? Are you going to give them a fans bring the weapons match? So, yeah. Oh, there we go. Let's go. Just no. So listen. Give listen. me psychopaths. <laughs> Look, they, that 
on the border was really wanting me to cut a promo about how I would accept the match. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, you know, I, I, I just moved out. I got, I got nosy neighbors and I, I don't want them seeing me screaming, <laughs> yelling hooks through a promo, which is why I agreed to do this podcast with you guys. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. But yes. I accept the match. Let's go. You know why? Because I'm not. I'm not yellow. Right. You I... know, before going back to all the the stuff I've been through, I would I would never accept a match like this. Mm-hmm. I, I would tell all the wrestlers my bones are made of glass, like Samuel Jackson. <laughs> right. I can't do it. Right. But now, you know, I, I, I've been in hardcore matches once or twice a week. I'm ready for this shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, does anything make you a little bit nervous about it being a fans bring the weapons match? I mean, that's a whole new level of intense. You know, I I, I verified it. And as long as, you know, they're not bringing any guns, blades, knives, Mm -hmm. um, anything that would potentially give us tetanus, I'm open to it. Okay. There you go. Um, Yeah. Bring them. Bring So if Hooks is... I think think the fans should get a discount for bringing the weapons, in fact. Hey, listen, Denim, if you're listening or watching... You heard him. You heard him. I'm, I'm a businessman. It's a decent. Give, give him a dollar off or two. Yeah, so I, I can whoop Hooks's ass with whatever they bring. I mean, hey, you, you you can't overlook Hooks. He is champion for a reason, and of course, like he said two times in a row, he hasn't been able to unleash the pain on people. Do you worry about that? I mean, do you worry about the fact that Hooks has pent up aggression ready to go? Not at all, because, like, I have a long history with the dude. Yeah. I wrestled him, like, about three or four other wrestling federations in the tri-state. Okay. And, you know, he, he he's never taken me to the limit. Wow. That's all we got to say. So we're going to get to see a whole new... Reach and then, down. You know, like I said before, like that wasn't even when I was in my prime. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm almost in my prime now. Almost. 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 I was gonna. I was about to ask you that. How you were feeling? We're about a little bit under a week away now, as we're filming this. Uh, how are you feeling? I mean, are are you? You said you're almost at your uh, peak. I mean, are you? Are you ready physically? You know, I've been I've been working out harder than ever, dieting better than ever. I'm I've been going hard, yo. All right. I'm ready to rock. All right. Well, um, been, like I said, I've been I've been having I've been having hardcore matches in the area. Like, but you haven't seen it during the weapons. Right, yeah. That's just going to be a walk in Central Park for me. Wow, a walk in the park. Darren uh, is our local 
uh, Hooks fan. He's oh. our local Hooks <laughs> fan as well. Uh, he, Darren is playing. What'd you say? Uh, Darren is our local Hooks fan. He's the resident Hooks fan for the podcast. What do you have to say to uh, the accusations here by King Kong P saying, hey, this is going to be a walk in the park? Um, uh, all I got to say is you got a lot harder match than you really think you do. But I think the hardest think thing is, is this time? I think the hardest thing is, is if Hooks gets a hold of the weapon that I plan on making, you're not going to recover from it. And I hope he gets a hold of it. I let I let that dude a bloody mess last time. But he had it wasn't a fans bring the weapons. Us fans are a little psychotic. And we can make some pretty yeah, rowdy that's stuff. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Love you and hate you all. You you're the craziest people for better or for worse yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Exactly. So what what weapons are you two bringing? I will, I'm not classifying mine until it's there, but I'll tell you a little bit of what I did last year, which yeah, I'll grab was it. pretty rowdy. I ended up sticking screws and nails on the end of it, wrapping it in barbed wire. And two it's made out of one, yeah, it's two by four. It's made out of oak wood. That's one of the hardest woods you could possibly make it out of. It's got and, blood uh, on it still. Yeah, it's still got blood on it. So it's obviously retired. But yeah, it's, it's got over like. You can't use that because it's got. It's got wood on it. No, this is my piece. This stays here for a... I had Hooks sign it. Because it's Hooks blood that's on it. <laughs> but it's got... A, something more devastating and brutal, and I'll use that on that guy. Oh. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be used the other way around, but I'm definitely going way more brutal this year. Derek, what are you bringing? Uh, as of this moment, I have I don't have any plans to bring anything. Last time I brought something, I brought uh, thumbtacks, and they were not used. Maybe I'll re-enter those into the equation. How about a nice... Uh, yeah, I'll take your recommendation. How about a table? You're okay, I can do that. I can bring a table. Can it be plastic? <laughs> I'm just kidding. How about a nice steel chair? Okay, keep it simple. I like that. Keep it simple for me. No, I you like, want something sharp. How, how about this? <laughs> you, Darren, you bring your weapon, and I'll bring – I'm not saying I'm bringing it for Pete, but what I am saying is is that I'm I'm going to bring – I'm going to keep his – listen, I, I, I have your number. Maybe I'll call you later. We'll throw some ideas around. You know, that's all I'm saying. You got a guitar right there. <laughs> as long as the weapons are for Pete and not from Pete, I don't give a shit. All my weapons are four hooks. I feel like it's only no. right. No. <laughs> yes. I feel like it's only right that one of us, because now King Kong Pete is a part of the podcast. So I know. I, Derek, Derek's got to be on my side now. Yeah, I feel like it's only fair that we have one for each. Fair enough. There is, yeah, true. Fair you enough. know, I, I agree. I think that's only fair. That's that's fair. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll bring something. I'll even, I'll write your name on it. All right, Pete, use this on it. That's how you know. A nice chair from the Walmart. Okay, I can. I can do that. I will do that. You get get all the hardcore weapons you need at the Walmart. It's true. Walmart is a great place. You know what we haven't had in wrestling in a minute? It's a nice steel trash can. Okay, yeah, I like that idea too. I'm putting my feelers out there for a trash can. 
So if it's not me, someone out there listening will bring a steel trash yeah, can. Yeah. Wrapped in barbed wire, like right? Trash no. cans, uh, tables, wrapped in barbed wire. I like it. Hooks is, is more the barbed wire thumbtack guy. I will say, does that not? Does none of those things consist of barbed wire <laughs> or nails? I mean, you could you could put barbed wire on it. I I like your idea personally. Uh, you know, I'm not saying keep it uh, keep it classier. This no year, barbed wire. No. Th- I'll just, give him a hint. This year, I'm getting a hold of razor as long wire. As no one brings a gun or a knife. Nothing that can. Nothing that can. Yeah. No. None of that. Listening. The, the, Anybody who's here watching, listening, none of that. Yeah. No. No deadly and no fire and no glass. No fire. Yeah. No, nothing. But I, I'm looking to get a hold of some razor wire. I'll give you that hint that I'm using this year. This is it's the only hint I'm going to give you for my weapon. Give me more. Oh, just the razor wire they use at prisons. I'm going to try and get a hold of some of that this year. <laughs> well, if you guys keep talking about all this diabolical shit, I might have to back out right now. All right. Well, we'll, well we're going to stop then. We're going to stop it. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm very excited to see the best of three finale. Maybe it's the best of three. Who knows? This could continue. But as of the best of three, it's a trilogy, baby. Trilogy. I like it. Well, I'm ready to see the finale of the trilogy. I'm excited. I'm not saying who I'm pulling for, but I'm very excited. Uh, July 29th, Moores Hill, Indiana. Moores Hill Mayhem. If. It's uh, a big ass match, dude. Oh, it's it's it's, it's a great card. It, this is a match that we're one hundred percent looking for. Fun fact: we were actually I, on the. I've been telling other. Uh, I've been telling wrestling fans like, come check this shit out. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna have a wild one out there. I'm super excited. And, yeah, and, and I'm gonna win. It, 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 I'm gonna win. That's debatable, but <laughs> hey. It, I'm excited to see what it, what happens. I mean, it could be in a match like this. It truly is anybody's match. Oh, for sure. I thought maybe King Kong people have to say something about that. Hey, but it could be anybody's <laughs> my match. match. It's my match, fellas. Okay. Um, as long as you can get past the barbed wire and razor wire, you're good to go. I'm going to fight tooth and claw. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, one final question before we uh, let you go, because I'm sure you have to hydrate, uh, you know, train. Um, what is the most painful weapon that you have been hit by or put through or whatever? Promise not to laugh. No, no, no. Um, I mean, yeah, we promise a, not to laugh. A, knock, a knockoff Miley Cyrus guitar hero guitar. That sounds like it would hurt, honestly. That really does sound like it would hurt. the hardest thing I've ever been hit. Like, a kendo stick to the side of the head, above the ear, that's a close second. That Miley Cyrus guitar was unforgiving. That sounds, honestly, it sounds painful. I mean, yeah, I guess. The Miley Cyrus thing is a little, that's (laughs) kind of funny. That stirs you off. I did not expect that. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine that would hurt. I know, I know. It sounds crazy, but... Oh, that thing was the most unforgiving instrument of torture I've ever been in a wrestling ring with. First ever one that didn't say kendo stick. Yeah, it's close second. Kendo stick was close second. Yeah, we yeah, asked everybody. Was, you, didn't, you didn't say it the first one, though. That's 
Different answer. Write it down. Like I said, the Kender stick was a close second, but that was because I got whacked in the ear with it. Yeah, that would be. Above the ear with it. Ooh. Well, yeah, I know what I'm bringing. I'm bringing a Miley Cyrus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we also <laughs> brought. Um, your father brought kendo sticks last. Year. That's right. My dad did bring kendo sticks at the last fans bring the weapons match. Maybe we'll have to go and buy some of those. I, I did hear that that the weapons the fans bring will be you know checked. Yes. At the door. Don't yes. worry, buddy. My own pass. <laughs> so. <you> know, <laughs> Just keep that in mind, everybody. Crazy, yeah. But not too crazy. Everybody listening, just bring. Don't bring nothing that's gonna like clearly kill somebody. Yeah, no serious. And no fire and no glass. Yeah. Be <laughs> if someone brings their big ass Conan the Barbarian sword. Yeah, we can't do that. Anymore. They can take it to their car. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nothing they can. Or they can give it to me as a gift. Yeah, that would be a cool gift. I mean, you can go crazy with all the wood and barbed wire you want. <laughs> or chairs or tables. Yeah, chairs, tables. Ladders. Nails. Screws. A ladder would be cool. Ladders. I don't think anyone would bring a ladder. I dare I'm someone I'm to bring I'm a ladder. All right, bet. <laughs> I've got a ladder that now I can bring. I double dog dare you, motherfucker. Do it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a ladder I could bring. Get into the mix. But I'll, I'll bring two weapons then. There you go. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a wild ass match. Well, I'm I don't super... think it, I don't even think it's gonna be the main event, but you might want to call the police. Oh, because I'm gonna steal the show. That's all right. That's right. That's right. That's, uh, I think we got a life squad life squad on the sidelines for you for when it's over. So, oh, that's a good one. I think we'll be all right. You mean for hooks? No, no, for you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like I said, I don't want to keep you. Uh, if there's anything else that you'd like to promote or say, uh, this will be your chance before we uh, wrap this up. You know, you, you just got to support all of wrestling, mm-hmm. whether it be local, on TV. Yeah. Just keep watching WWE, AEW, support, support Battle on the Border. Uh, you know, everybody just keep watching wrestling. Absolutely. Um, all right. It's the one show that never stops. That's right. That's right. One hundred percent. Um, all right. Like I said, we'll let you go. Um, we'll see you in a little bit under a little bit. Uh, actually it's over. I said under earlier over, it's a little bit over a week Uh, away. We'll see you there. And, uh, I'll bring that Miley Cyrus guitar. I mean, the... not. <laughs> we'll make we'll make sure to find one for you. And and I know I know you'll edit this up and make me sound like gold. Oh so. yeah, of course. Derek, you're yeah. the man. Thank Bring you. me something good. Yeah. Darren, you are. You're something. <laughs> That's I'll, what t- I say. I'll take it. That's what I say too. I've known him for Bring seventeen years. Something nice and puffy. <laughs> Pillow. There you go. Bring a pillow, Darren. You heard it. Well, yeah. I'm done. Don't want to bring a ladder addition to my <laughs> yeah. weapon. Bring the ladder. Bring the table. Bring the chair. Bring the pillow. I like it. I like it. All right. Well. Bring bring the fans. Bring the that's right. Bring the fans. Bring the weapons. Mm-hmm. Bring tell a friend to come out to battle on the border. Tell Absolutely. tell your 
tell your drunk uncle, yeah. tell your grandma. Well, it's a BYOB event, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll bring them all. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Always it's, is. It's mostly going to be a good time because I'm going to win. No, oh, right. well, before, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna end this. Uh, everybody watching, thank you. Hope we see you guys there, and thank you, King Kong Pete, for joining us. Thank you, Darren and Derek. Absolutely. Anytime you want to come see back, you guys, at Battle on the Border on the 29th. That's right, for sure. Have a good night, guys. You too. You too. Peace out. Yeah, see you. See you.